Hi, everybody. I'm super excited to talk to you guys today. This is Cafe with Judy. So I definitely have my coffee right next to me. I have latte with a little vanilla and whipped cream on top and a little bit of cinnamon. I'm sorry, but I just had to do it. And I feel nice and warm. I'm sitting in my bed with my coffee ready to conversate with you guys. So I'm super excited. So I'm going to give you a few seconds to get your coffee ready so we can have coffee with Judy. Okay. So, um, there's a lot of things that I would love to talk to you guys about, but I have this interesting topic tonight. We're going to talk about the five languages of love. Now, this is not only for single women. This is for women that are engaged and for women that are married because it's never too late to learn a lot of different things. But I'm giving you guys a chance to get that little coffee going and brewing, okay? So get very comfy because we're going to have a lot to say. Um, I'm going to give you the five languages of love. Affirmation, gifts, quality time, physical touch, act of service. That's the five languages of love. Guys, if you learn this, I'm telling you, you're going to have a successful relationship. At the end of the day, you're going to learn to agree to disagree. You're not going to always agree with your partner, but definitely things can be better, respectful, mindful to each other. And boy, I wish I learned this several years ago, but uh, I'm sure that coffee is going. So get really comfy. All right. Now let's talk about affirmation. Affirmation is when you tell that person how much you like them. Uh, if they've accomplished something, let them know that they did good. And maybe there's times that you might have to say, maybe if you switch it up a little bit, it's going to get even better. Uh, that's what affirmations are. You know, sometimes we wake up, I say, in the wrong side of the foot, on the wrong side of the bed with the left foot, as they say, because we start telling people, how bad they're doing instead of letting them know, you know what? At the end of the day, you did the best to your ability. So you know what? I'm proud of you and you did good. And you're encouraging them and giving them affirmation, not only to make them feel good, but just for you to be generally a good person. You know, why do you, why do you want to go around telling people how bad they're doing all the time? I would want to be that person. I always tell people, and look forward to the positive. I just can't deal with negativity. Now, there's going to be times in your friends and your family and your spouse's life that you're going to have to tell them the truth. You know, if, if your partner can't sing, you can't tell your partner, yes, honey, I love you. And you sing wonderful when you know they're not going to get a record deal. Be honest to them. There's a difference. You can be honest to them and tell them, you know, honey, uh, that's not really your forte. That's not really your strong point. But this is your strong point. You're a good writer. I love the way you write. I love the way you express yourself on paper. And if that's their strong point, give them an affirmation and let them know what their strong point is. Okay? So the second one is gifts. Everybody likes to receive gifts. You know? Um, it might not be the first thing on their list, but gifts are nice. And you don't have to go out there and spend a lot of money 
to prove to someone you love them. You'd be surprised. Walk in the store and remember that that person that you care for, rather it's your child, your mother, your spouse, your fiance, a, a dear friend, likes grapes. And you're at the store, at the supermarket. You're like, you know what? So-and-so likes grapes. Let me buy them some grapes today. And just come over and put a cute little bowl on it and go, well, I was thinking about you today. And I know you like grapes. At least I'm that kind of girl that I know that you're listening to me if you went to the store out of your way and got me some grapes. That means that you're listening to me. See, that's important for me. That's, that's part of me knowing how important I am to you. So that's something to think about, guys. Sometimes we think you have to send them a thousand roses and diamonds and, and purses and shoes and dresses. And, you know, and for the men, buy them this and buy them their toys. All of that is nice in due time. But you'd be surprised that little gift that they're not expecting does much more for your relationship, whichever one it may be than just going out of your way and spending a whole bunch of money. Believe me when I tell you that. Physical touch. Uh, physical touch can be a hug. Uh, physical touch can just be a pat in the back. You know what? I got you. I'm there for you. It says a lot. You know, if the person is your partner, if the person is used to you once in a while stroking their hair, stroke their hair when they're not expecting it. Come by, give him a pat on the shoulder. I was thinking about you. You know what? Wow, I'm so proud of you. Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. You know, there's so many different ways that physical touch can be such a positive thing. Okay? Sometimes people get a little grabby grabby. That's not what I'm talking about. You know, you can just sit at a movie theater and watch a movie and just touch the tip of their finger. Let them know I'm here and I care for you. You'd be surprised what that can do for your relationship. And that can be with a child, a parent, a best friend, or someone that you care for, or a spouse. See, because when you talk about physical touch, everybody starts to think, oh, it must be uh, your lover or your partner or your spouse. No, this is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about communication with that other person that you care for. The five languages of love goes for all of your relationships, for all of your relationships. And the last one is the act of service. You know how awesome it is that you came home from work, you worked 12 hours, your feet are killing you, your kids are begging you for attention, and all of a sudden knocks at the door a friend and says, Hey, I know you had a hard day today. Chill, drink your coffee or your tea. Cause I am going to do dinner for you and your family. And I just want you to relax for about an hour. You know how awesome that is. And it's sad because a lot of people don't think about those things. That's the act of service. You know, a lot of us serve in church. A lot of us uh, at our job, we do more than what it's required, but I feel that that little extra, you know that your neighbor has five kids, she's a widower, and she just wants to have one night 
to herself in her back pool, just laying there relaxed. And that you can come over and say, you know what? I rented a movie. I got popcorn. I'm taking your kids to the family, family room. Why don't you go out there and just lay back and invite a friend, some girlfriends, and, you know, sit there and have fun and talk. I will take care of your children. You be, you'd be surprised what a little act of service can do for that person. For your husband, girls, for your husband. Honey, I know this whole week you've been working like really, really hard. And I know you like to go golfing. So you know what? I made arrangements for your two best friends to take you golfing. I wanted to do that for you. I don't like, I don't like golfing. I don't want to golf. But I want you to do what you like with your two best friends. Why must we always be in the picture? Why must we always be in, in the area for them to have fun? It is not always necessary. Just doing that to, to think. You know what that's going to do for your marriage? Because he's going to say, wow, she thought about me. It wasn't about her. It was about me today. It was about what I like. And she's okay for me to spend two hours at the golf field or four, whatever it may be. And I'm going to have a good time. That man's going to come home and give you the world because you thought about him. So that's something to think about. So what I want you guys to do, this is so exciting. It's going to be so much fun. But girls or guys, grab your coffee because I just have to have a little bit of my coffee. Mmm, delish. Get ready for what's coming now. I am going to repeat the five languages of love. And then you are going to pick what's important for you to receive. Because you already know what you want to give that other person. Because I'm going to give you a little secret that a lot of people don't know, but that's going to be at the end at, at, at our little sort of game that we're doing here. Okay. So affirmation, gifts, quality time, physical touch, act of service. I'm going to repeat it again. Affirmation, gifts, Quality time, physical touch, act of service. I want you to write those down. Then what I want you to do is pick which one is more important for you. The most important would be number one. The second would be the second important, three, four, and five. Okay? So here goes the tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. Go ahead and start writing. I'm already writing mine. I'm like so excited. I already know by heart, but I got to go over this again. Because, you know, with this pandemic and everything that's going on in our lives, you know, I'm still the same Judy, but there's a few things in my life that priority has shifted. So I have to go over this again. Hmm. Affirmation. Hmm. Quality time, gifts, touch, acts. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about me. If, if I were to receive what's important for me, okay, because I need to learn the language of love for someone else. But what's important for me is 
quality time. Quality time in the last few months have taught me so much. Just that little time that during the day that I take away to have with God is so important. I tell him all of my ideas. I give him all all of my stress level. I tell him all the good and the bad and all the things that I think that can be better for me. And I just sit there and conversate with him. So, you know, I've changed that part of me that I actually set time to do that. Quality time with my family is amazing. I've, I have three kids and I've been able to talk and, and, and just have their thoughts come out of them that we didn't have that before because I was busy. I was taking care of their brother, trying to take care of a small business, trying to take care of the home. You know, single parent is not an easy thing, but with God, I can do anything. And then, I, you know, their lives are going to school, they're working, whatever. And we didn't have that time to sit down and talk. I always try one day out of the week to take 15, 20 minutes for each of them. You know, and just say, hey, you and I need to conversate. What's going on with you? And what? But now we have more of that. And I've been able to learn so much about my children. And I love it. I'm super excited because I've learned so many funny things. And some things that, guess what, guys, that I don't really agree. But I have learned to agree to disagree. Because it doesn't mean that what I think is right. And what they think is right is just their opinion and my opinion. And we just have to respect each other. And that's what's so awesome. So I'm really excited about that. So, yes, definitely quality time when I'm able to call my friends, you know, during the day and say, hey, how are you doing? You know, I've been thinking about you. How's the family? You know, um, I have a friend that I love her dearly. She's like my sister. Um. She had a, a death in the family. Her father passed away in the time of the beginning of the pandemic and whatnot. And I was able to spend quality time even with him when he was in the hospital and we would call to pray with him. Thank God for for technology. I was able to spend quality time before God took him to heaven. So that's something that I'm going to always cherish and have in my heart forever. So quality time is my top priority now. Then my second one is affirmation. I love to receive affirmation. I don't need people to tell me that I'm doing good. But it's good to know when you have people in your life that love you enough to take the time to tell you, you know what? I saw you. I saw you and I like that. I like that idea. Go for it. At the same time, I feel that when they tell me, you know what? I don't think that line of the way you're doing it, it's going to be okay. But if you switch it up and turn it to the left instead of to the right, it's going to be okay. That's part of affirmation. Affirmation should not always be the positive thing you want to hear. A true friend will tell you the truth and get you to that positive place where whatever endeavor, whatever ideas you have, whatever goals you have, it's going to work for you because they love you enough to take the time to tell you the truth. And I appreciate that. 
So then my third one is act of service. I want to be there all the time. You know, that used to be my priority. Active service used to be my priority. I wanted to always help everybody, and I always wanted to be there for everybody. And that's not a bad thing, but I've learned through situations of life that if I don't take care of Judy, if I don't love Judy, if I'm not good to Judy, I'm not good to anyone. I've learned the hard way where it, it took me to visit the hospital. I need to love Judy. Judy has to be first. So Judy can give a lot later on if she's good first. Because just, you know, just to give you an idea, I was talking to a friend on the phone today. and We were talking about when I was being raised, my father used to always say, okay, if we have guests, let the guests sit at the table first. And, you know, they're going to get the best meat and the best bread and they're going to get served first. And whatever's left over, you guys eat. I don't agree with that. I never agreed with that. I always wanted to sit in the table with the guests and I always wanted to eat good too. As I was growing up, I thought I was being rebellious, but I, I think the, the God in me, the Jesus in me was telling me, you know what? You are worthy. You are worthy. You are supposed to share the meal, not give it away. Guys, let me tell you, when God wants to bless you, He's going to bless you and he's going to give you extra so you can bless others. But he will not take the food from your mouth to give to someone else. So now being an adult and I have my own home, when I do, I love to do dinner parties. I don't need to do 50, 30 people party. But if I can get a 15, 20 people dinner party, I love that. If I can do it every weekend, I would. I love to sit with my guest. I put everything at the table. We pray before we eat and we dine together because Judy's worthy. I will share the steak. I will not give you the steak because if I give you the steak, I will stay hungry. And if I stay hungry, how can I help you? And we need to change that chip that was implanted in our head that we need to serve everybody and forget us. You know, when you go on a plane, they tell you, you take the oxygen first, then you pass out the oxygen. Why? Why do you think? Because if you pass out, how are you going to help those other people? So we need to start thinking that way. I got to take the oxygen first. I got to breathe first, then you can breathe with me. Okay? That is very important that you guys got to understand. So... My fourth one is gifts. I love gifts. I love gifts and I love to give gifts. But um, I, it's not a priority for me. You don't have to shower me with gifts by just, just to tell me that you love me. Let me know. Spend that quality time with me. Get to know me. Get to see how awesome this woman of God, this good person that mom and dad created, and, and, and you'll, you'll realize you have a good friend. Don't buy me with a gift. Don't, don't buy me and try to be my friend by buying me. You don't need to buy me. Am I going to tell you I don't like gifts? Absolutely. And a, a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you guys a little secret. I love chocolates. 
So, you know, if you want to buy me for five seconds, I, I will accept the chocolates. <laughs> but guys, you know, I'm the kind of person, you know, a lot of women and everybody is different, but um, gifts are not a priority for me. Do I like them? Absolutely. I would lie to you if I tell you I don't like gifts. I am like a little child on a birthday. I still like birthday parties at my age, but I don't need you to spend all your paycheck on me. But you just bring me a cute little rose with a box of chocolate or just a detailed gift from your heart to me. You know what? That's it. That's all it took. I love that. So the last one for me is physical touch. Now, you might think, well, okay, if, you know, I'm not a married woman right now. So physical touch right now is not that important for me. But there's different kinds of physical touch. Okay. It doesn't have to be an intimate physical touch between a woman and a man uh, because they're married or they have a relationship or whatever. It's just there's certain physical touches that can be uncomfortable. We have to be very careful with that. You know, sometimes you meet myself being a single woman. I can meet a gentleman. He takes you to coffee, to drink coffee. Uh, and he thinks, well, Judy likes coffee, so I got this. And he, they start grabbing your arm. They start grabbing your shoulder. They touch your hair. And they just jump for the gusto and they don't really know you. I mean, whoa. So you have to let people know who you are. My love language is not grabby, grabby 24 hours a day. That's not my love language. You have to know yourself for people to know you. And you have to let people know who you are so they can respect who you are. Okay, so, um, yes, a touch on the shoulder, hold my hand. If we're involved, walking in the mall, all of that is a beautiful thing. But, you know, that's not my big first priority. So now, you know, Judy, quality time, affirmation, act of service, gifts and physical touch is my last one. So now you need to test yourself. You need to test yourself and see how you are, because let me tell you. That will help you in your relationship. I know several uh, young women and men in in the last few months that have gotten engaged that I am going to give your name out, shout out, because when you guys pray, I want you to pray for these young women and men. They are on their journey to marriage. Uh, There is Damari and Chris. There's Joseph and Cynthia. There's Tahara and Danny. There's Scott. I'm sorry, I don't know your boyfriend's name or fiance, but there's a lot of young women and men that have decided to go to that journey. I suggest that you read the book, The Five Languages of Love. I'm not trying to give no promotion to the book, but I'm here to tell you it's important for you to learn the language of love of that person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. It's important for me to learn the love language of my friends. My best friend lives in New Jersey. I know her for, I think it's uh, 28 years of friendship, almost 30. We know each other. Like when I was going through my hard times in life, she was calling me before I was calling her. Like, hey, 
what's going on i and or she would send me a little gift or she would say something to me uh, awesome or send me a message so you need to know your friends the people that are around you that you love you need to know the languages of love of your children you need to know because you know how awful it is that you buy your daughter a pink pair of gym shoes and she doesn't like pink that is sad. How can a mother not like know the favorite color of her kids? These are questions that you need to know. These are questions that couples need to ask each other. What's your favorite color? Do you like to go out at night? Do you like to go out in the daytime? You need to ask intimate questions to get to know each other. You need to know, do you like the TV on at night while you're sleeping? Do you like the lights out? You need to ask so many questions. And how are you going to know by sitting and reading a book together uh, and getting to know them and getting to know the, the people that you love? And even if you're married already, a lot of marriages have been together for like 10 years and they have read the book they're like, oh my God, I just got to really know my husband and my wife because I didn't know that about you. It's important for you to have a good relationship. Guys, I'm super excited. I can't wait for that next podcast. I hope you guys are following me. I am going to try to shout out to you guys on Mondays and Thursdays weekly. After seven o'clock, I will be sending out the podcast. Look for me on Facebook, Judith Romero, Cafe with Judy. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Talk to you soon.